Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Rich Kennedy. I'm here with Nick Goslin and Ryan Garvey. We're New England Social, your New England-based podcast about everything New England, from places to go, things to do, people to see, and experiences we are having. How's it going, boys? Sad dudes. It's been uh, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. I can't remember exactly how long. I think it was just you and me, Nick, on the last episode. I want to say it was like pizza chucker. It was oh, it was pizza chucker. It was either was it right after I got the dog or right before I got the dog. I think it was like right. I don't know because you were talking. You told that story about cleaning out your car. Yeah, I think it was after because the golf ball fell out and you were yeah. afraid an animal, yeah. an animal would eat it. Yeah, I was really afraid an animal would choke on that golf ball and die. I go to that brewery all the time, so I was sick. I was afraid I was going to die. <laughs> you don't die. Like, they're like, hey, golf yeah. ball. Yeah, they're like, hey, they're like, hey, uh, we found a dead deer the other day. Somebody like must have left a golf ball. You didn't see anything mm-hmm. last time you came <laughs> to pick up a keg, right? <laughs> you know, kind of thing um all right well it's been a minute it's been a minute i know i've been crazy busy how you guys been soup's busy yeah yep. same yep. just always you know running around summer's a tough time so i do feel like as our history predates us we've always kind of slacked a little bit during the warmer months it is it is it is, our, it is summer's our, the yeah. best season there's a reason why summer's the best season but here's I the reason i'm gonna, I'm gonna here's my thing i guess because you have school and it, so well, yes, but in an email, has anybody ever emailed you? Ha- hope you're having a great fall. Hope you're having a great winter. Hope you're having a great spring. Winter, no. Spring, no. Fall, yes. Winter, really? No, spring. Yeah. Winter, See, I've no, never spring, gotten that. No, fall, yes. I've only got hope you're having a good summer many times. I think I, I so think. I because... would even argue that like people don't ask that about fall because it's kind of implied. Like you could be having a shitty summer is what they're asking. But like no one's like, hey, have a great fall because they know fall is just awesome, and they don't ask you about winter because like you're not gonna have a yeah great winter. yeah. There's also like a lot of fire stuff in fall. I feel like as far as like you know, you've got like what Labor Day, you've got uh, Thanksgiving. I literally thought like, you meant like like an inferno stuff. No, I meant fire like, like cool. Oh, you know, like the world. No, fire like the kids, like the kids say it. Yeah, no, 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 no. like the kids say it. Like, so I feel like, you know, a lot of times you get like, how's the football season? Hey, how's your Thanksgiving week or whatever like that? But I do get how's your fall every once in a while, I feel like. I, I don't know about as much as your summer, sure, but but here and there. You're definitely right about winter and spring. Nobody says that about winter and spring. No. Nobody says that about winter and Let's spring. Let's see it. Uh, very so cool. So that's what you're basing summer off of, though? No statistics? <laughs> I think – so I, summer's not my favorite just because of the heat. Heat's well, I, I think summer's the best season. Because it's my favorite season, and then I also noticed that the other day is, hope you're having a good summer. So it's just true, true observation. You're making an observation. That's fine. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Nick, how's the new job, bro? I know we talked about that last time. Yeah, I think I don't even. I think I like officially had accepted, but I don't think I had started yet. You hadn't started yet. Uh, So yeah, officially been at it. You know, a couple months now, and uh, it's going good. Doing research at Tufts. Medical crushing center, it. Um, crushing the game. Yeah, kind of crushing it. So it's definitely interesting. Happy I made the jump. So Fan fantastic, dude. That's yeah, awesome. Dude. That's Can't great. really talk about stuff because you know. Yeah, it's top, it's top secret. It's top NDA, secret. NDA type stuff. Yeah, you would get it. Yeah, I absolutely. Did NDA. Yeah, Garb, how's the kickoff to the summer? Like as it's a teacher, good, I, you have the summer off, so I know. Yeah, schedule uh, changes. I'm still doing like summer school, so it doesn't really feel like complete really, summer. 
True. And okay. so it's like, it's good though. Is that every day or is it like a yeah. few days a week? Ugh, yikes, that sucks. Wow. Is it the full time? No, it's only four hours out of the day. Okay, all right. Okay, yeah. so quick, is it quick. Yeah. The early four or a later four? Uh, I was not going to do the later four, so I said I'm doing early or nothing, essentially. Fuck the so, later four. Yeah, no. so it's not bad. But Is it on uh, Fridays too? It's on Fridays yeah. too? Yikes. I would not try it. It's, it's only, it. but it's only 15 days. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying. Oh, it's only 15 yeah. days. It's just three weeks. Three yeah. Weeks yeah. It's not, it's not bad, but I haven't started like true summer. Gotcha. So that makes you sense. I mean? Okay. So your, your point oh. is you, you, you feel like you're, you feel like you're close, but you're not. I'm close. close. Yeah, yeah. Right. right. Did it's Megan like a hand it? job. Uh, uh No. Ah, we talk about hand jobs way too much. <laughs> we, we talk about hand jobs a lot. It's, it's like the golf simulator is like any hand job. It's, it's a little bit. Um, Megan, we're doing curriculum work too. So, but they're paying us to do work during the summer. So, can't I, complain. Can't no complain. complain. Cannot no. complain. That's awesome. Not That's awesome. Nice. Um, made you. my way up there with Stecco and Plant recently. Played at uh, Bangor Muni. Great track. Great track. Fantastic track. That was my virgin <laughs> track. Fantastic. Shout out to Mark mm. Plant. He just had a child, so he just joined yes. the dad gang, which is great. Um, which is awesome. Mark Plant, friend of the podcast. Uh, so congratulations again, Mark. Um, yeah, it was good. It was it was good. Had a good round of golf. Uh, shot just over a hundo, but was loaded the entire time, which is great. Um, Megan had to pick us up, so. That's the kind of day it was. Almost bought a bucket hat. Was about this close to buying a bucket hat. Have regretted it. Uh, honestly, ever since. I've actually thought about buying a bucket hat. Yeah, I wanted to say it on this podcast because I think a bucket hat's going to get purchased this year, and I just don't want people to think like I'm like jumping on any sort of trends or anything like that. So I just wanted to get it out there. But thinking about getting a bucket hat, I'm thinking about it. You know, I'm doing not, not doing out the budget because my budget definitely doesn't go that deep, but. I'm just considering. I'm considering the usage of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I'm over the baseball cap game when it comes to golf at this point, to be honest. I'm going Dude, I don't. Hat. I don't wear a hat golfing. You never wear don't. a hat. You actually famously never. Wear I don't. A hat. I don't like it. You got a lot of. And, you got a lot of hair on top of that head. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just. And I have a weird shaped head, so hats don't fit me right. Sure. I will okay, say, cool. I kind of like. It might just be in my head. I kind of like wearing a hat, but I also feel like I play better without a hat. I don't know what it is, but I feel like every time. Have, I, I don't know if I've ever seen you wear a hat on the course. I've it a couple times. You should be a visor guy. I feel like you should be a visor guy, dude. You can pull off the visor. Because you get, you know, you get a nice little flow. It comes up, right? You do a lot for that hair. So let that hair breathe a little bit. You know what I mean? Dude, you I might a get visor. a visor. You could be a visor guy. Title Nick, is Pro V1 Visor. I feel like you could be a visor guy. So, Nick, when you go get a haircut, what do you say to the barber? Like, hey, here's I want how I want it. What do you say? Hey, Tony. Hey, Manya. Hey, Tony in the North End. Mazel <laughs> Hey, Tony, Mazel <laughs> uh, I, uh I mean, I've been going to the same barber for a while now. Oh yeah, so he knows what you want. So he knows like, his name. His, his name's Ralph for sure. Ralph for sure. Brandon. He's actually the most happy as they come. He's wow, Brandon is a Boston like, fucking great. name, dude. He is a Charlestown. Like he's like I've been in Charlestown my whole life. Wow, that's wild. Yeah. Shout out to Brandon. Him. He's doing good for himself though. 
Hey, he's crushing it. What's the shop name? Give him a shout out for our. our uh, I think it's just called Barbershop at Assembly well, Row. Well, you, you few thousand people who listen to us in Boston, go to, go check it out, Brandon. Yeah, over no, at, it's uh, good, good stuff. A barbershop. Good stuff. Um, yeah. yeah, I just I get a two on the sides, mm-hmm. fade it, and then I don't really do anything to the top. Like sometimes I cut it, sometimes I don't. Hmm. I don't think really? I have ever gotten a good not. I shouldn't say a good haircut. I've never gotten. I cut my own hair. I've cut my own hair for a long time. But when I was in Boston, I often would go get a haircut because there was a plethora of places where I'm like, this is a significantly better haircut than I can give myself. Hmm. And I don't know that I've ever gotten that in New Hampshire. Again, granted, I haven't tried since I come back, since I've come back to New Hampshire almost two years ago now. But my first stint here, five years, just, you know, I have a buddy who cuts hair. He did a really good job, but I'm just like, ah, again, to, to, to put it on the expense when I already do it and I don't mind doing it. But I went to Boston, went to JP, got my hair cut at this, at this, uh, at this shop, you know, shot run almost completely by, uh, Dominicans who just, it seems to be they in the culture. Yeah, exactly. It seems to be in the culture. There's a lot of Dominican barbershops and they are generally pristine. I walk out of that thing, can't stop looking in the mirror. Your like, lines just, are on. They're just they break oh, out razor blades. Like, hey, you need me to cut that cheese for you, Nick? I'll just cut it with my hairline because it's that <laughs> sharp. It's that sharp. <laughs> <laughs> that was quick. I'm I'm proud of myself wow. for that one. That was- uh, uh, very cool. Very cool. Uh, we got the dog. I had to put the dog in the crate for the podcast. So, where's the wife? She's downtown. I told her, gotta work tonight, babe. <laughs> Jeez. Got to work tonight, babe. You know what I mean? No, she was like, yo, do we have any plans tonight? And I'm like, I don't think so. I got to do the podcast. She's like, cool. And I'm like, did you, why are you asking? Dude, you're just a single dad right now burning the candle. Yeah, doesn't respond respond to me forever. Doesn't respond to me forever. I send her a quick, hey, just, you know, let me know. Because I also do the cooking. So I'm like, hey, just, you know, go on and know for dinner. Finally gets back to me. She's like, sorry, babe. Tough day at the office. Just getting back to you now. You know, she's like, I might go downtown with some of the girls. No, she she did. She was like, hey, I was going to see if you wanted to go on a date and go. But I was like, I can't. I got this. And she's like, all right, cool. Then I'm definitely going out with the girls. Because tonight's usually trivia night. And she doesn't have work on Wednesdays. And so she gets buck on Tuesdays. Ooh, actually no, doesn't no, no work on Wednesdays? Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. She work, she's Dude, she's got one of these four tens. And I'm like. Yeah. Nice. Rich Kennedy, Rich Kennedy, pretty happy at his job, pretty like you know, pretty happy with his company and stuff. The one thing, if somebody called me with, if I could get the exact same job at a four day, four day, four tens, whew, that would be tough to turn down. That's crazy because mm. she floats in here, she gets because when you think about it, she she never works more than two days in a row unless she changes her schedule. She comes in Monday, Tuesday, break, Thursday, Friday, break, break, Monday, Tuesday, wow. break. Wow, yeah. She never works more than two days unless she changes her schedule. If she changes hmm. her schedule, it's for a reason. And right? you have the ability to, like, having just come from that, like, if you're like, oh, I want to kind of finagle, like, an, an extra long weekend, you can be like – Tougher for her. Okay. Tougher for her than it was for you just because yeah. they don't really – they're not open on weekends. And I, they're not open on weekends. And so they don't really – like, it's they have these, like, No, but I'm saying schedules. you could just trade – like, you could work, like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Correct. Thursday. You're right. Sorry. Yes. Correct. And you're right. She, she, she can't switch it Friday. Yeah, I wish she was like. I think when she first got the job, I was a little bit more used to like 
your environment where you're like, oh, let me put this shift up or like, you know what I mean? Let me like just say, hey, I got this. somebody wants to take or something like that. And like hmm. hers doesn't like really seem to work like that and whatnot. But at first I was just like, I was kind of just like, yeah, can you just like get your day switched or like figure it out? And she was just like, nope, doesn't really work that way. So I'm like, yeah, there's probably already like the other people that they have probably have like a regular cohort. Right. And every time, and you are exactly. like seeing the same patient for the duration. Hmm. Exactly. And I think in my perfect world, I would do, I would just go Monday through Thursday straight up, to be honest. And I would just take Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. Because hmm. I love knowing that I have, I, like, knowing that I have tomorrow off is great. Knowing that I have the day after tomorrow off and tomorrow off is like the best. Like, when I'm on Friday night, I'm out grabbing a drink, I'm living my best life. Cause I'm just like, <laughs> I am, dude. I'm in my best life. I'm not here. I'm drinking this beer. I'm like, it's cool if I'm hungover in the morning. Wanna know why? Because I'm off the dairy next day. You know what I mean? And so, I don't know. I'm kind of living my best life. So I think yeah. that's how I would I feel like personally. Friday off is also definitely the vibe over having Monday off. Because hmm. I feel like no one ever has Monday off. No. You, where, like, sometimes people have a Friday off. Or they're, like, some Right. Friday They'll take a half a day on Friday. Like, yeah. So there's a lot of Mondays out there, right? Like, Labor Day, Memorial Day. You're getting both of those off. Yeah. Right. True. I was just thinking because if you were like, oh, I always get the Sunday scaries, and so you're like, never want to work on Monday. But I'm like, eh, I feel like Monday's even like start of the grind anyway. Like Monday, I'm like ready to go. But by like Friday, I'm like, oh, Friday beer clock yet? Uh, and then I think, isn't like MLK Day is always on a Monday, right? Yeah, it could be like the third Monday in February. Yeah. yeah. And so, and- yeah. So, you, you, you know, you get a lot of Mondays, I feel like. Lots of, lots of yeah. Mondays off. Which is cool. I took Juneteenth off this year. Felt great. It was awesome. Nice. That was awesome. It was good stuff. Yeah. Um, what else, boys? What else? What else is going on? There must be some other stuff. It's been a while. It's been. A, it's been. A I while. signed up for a half marathon. Good for you. Wait. You could definitely. You could definitely do a half marathon. A fish? I told you that. Yeah. You I, I thought I told. You and I said you. Oh no! I was talking about the five k. I was talking about the five k, oh, not official. Oh. That I asked you. I'm doing. I'm doing it September 25th. It's a uh, from a brewery in Maine. Um, Which one? I'll tell you in a moment. It's in Brunswick. You, no, I definitely, no you've definitely Brunswick, heard of it. Like right near South Brunswick. Like is that? Oh, right? is what it um? Flight Deck. Oh, it's not what I was gonna guess. I was gonna guess. It's Flight Funky Bow. I don't know what, what is Funky Bow out that. I way? think so. I think something Funky like Bo's that. Out that way. All right, Funky let's go tailgate. Flight deck out next to Laura. It's like right next to Biddeford. Uh, it's not north. Lyman. It's like Lyman is close. Is close. Yeah, it's not in Biddeford, but yeah, it's not far. Lyman's pretty close. Yeah, Lyman's pretty. Brunswick close. north of that. Up north. All right, let's let's tailgate it. Let's tailgate it. Woo! Half Dude, marathon. Uh, yeah, I would run it with you. Sign up. How far? So Brunswick is like closer to the border of New Hampshire. Um, no, it's north of Portland. Um, gotcha. it's on 295, probably like exit. It's probably like 20 miles north of of Portland. Is it it's more north than I thought it was? Is it like northwest? Uh, it's it's taking 295, so I think northeast. It might be northwest. Yeah, it might I be just, northwest. I just don't know directions that well. Um. All right, cool. Congratulations. That's sick. Are you just doing it cuz just want to just cuz you were just want to um, test your physical No, so it was actually a drunk decision. It's a drunk decision. You've we definitely a, um, we all we have all made worse 
decisions. Drunk. Yes. Sure. Yeah, for sure. So that, I mean, chalk that up as not a, a bad decision. So no, uh, we had a work friend over and we basically said we would race each other and we put a cash wager on it. 250 bucks. $250 you're racing for $250. Yes, plus whoever loses also pays the membership. So or the sign up, so it's about 320. Yikes, dude. Is this person in shape? Yeah. She's it's so my my only advantage and I've who said Who is it? Wait, who is it? Is it uh Betsy? Megan? It's Betsy. I knew it was fucking Betsy. Betsy. I knew it was Betsy. Dude, you, I feel like you're at a very big disadvantage. <laughs> now you are in way better. If people haven't seen pictures of me and Garby, Garby is in way better shape than I am. And so, don't get me wrong. You, I'm not. I, I'm not in great shape. I'm not. You're not, not great, but you're no. you're in pretty good shape, dude. You're yeah, I'm good fine. Shape. I'm not yeah, fine. you run and stuff like that. But like, yeah. Betsy's like a pretty fit gal. Like Betsy's like, I mean, yes. Betsy looks like she, she runs. could run around the world. Well, high. she's tall, so she's got. I told her she has the advantage. She like, she exercised. She's been running forever. She, the, my she, only, my, she's like just as tall as I am. So she's got long legs. She's a runner. As a true degen, you should have gotten odds. Yeah, I, you should have like, tried. I'm, I'm you should have taken odds. Yeah. You I did. Her odds. boyfriend was with her. So yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm not giving you anything over plus 110. Wait, he was like, cause I was like finagling it. I'm like, look, I'm not, he's like, he's trying to get odds. Don't let him take odds. I'm like, fuck. I would definitely. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have signed the paper without odds. Are you kidding me? That's a lot. Wait. So, like, what's your advantage? What do you think is your? The only advantage I have is testosterone. That's what I said to her. That's it. That's <laughs> yeah, the only advantage. I don't know. Is that an advantage? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Physically. Okay. okay. That's the only has advantage she, I got. Has she ever run? A it doesn't mean it. Before. No. Nope. So I've been training. I, I'm on a plan. How? What are you running currently? Uh, I my longest run so far has been four and a half miles. I'm following the plan. Okay. On Saturday it'll be six. Okay. Yep. Slowly creeping up. All right. I it's, feel like your big. I feel like your biggest advantage is to not bring this up at all. Until, because I I feel like your biggest advantage is that she slacks on her training, and then yes. you, you you come out over prepared from an endurance perspective. Yeah, and you catch her on the back end. That's, That's what exactly what it's going to be because she's been telling me her times. So, and I don't know if she's lying to me or what. She's been telling me her pace and everything, and she's like, "How's your training going?" I've been telling you mine. I'm like, I didn't respond. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would just. I would literally. I would go a step further, and I'd change the subject, and I'd be like, "Oh, what? Did we get that? Was that email that we were supposed to respond to at work or yeah, something yeah. like that?" Because I'd be like, "I'd be like, no. you need this. You need her to forget this over the next few months. Mm-hmm. Really slap. No way, get she's in, forgetting. Yeah, get an email. Maybe overtrain too close to it. Get herself a little tired out, and then you just come yeah. through last minute. So my big thing is like, I don't want to get injured. So I gotta, I gotta play it smart because. July of last year, I got injured. You did get injured running. I forgot about that. But that's because I went too hard too fast. I tried to do 100 miles in a month just straight out the gate. Oh, my God. I remember that. I forgot about that. I forgot. I sprained my ankle walking right after – right off my longest run on the cool down. And I was going – I was running too fast. I was running way too fast. So You feel like if you had not been running that fast, you'd have maybe not sprained your ankle? Yeah. If I took it easier, yeah. All right. Fair. Yeah. Because cause right now with training at the end of like a, a run, you're not you're supposed to be able to maintain a conversation for the whole run. 
is for some of the runs. Uh, um, okay. And so like where I was at last year, I was like huffing and puffing like for the last three miles. They're saying so they say in a half marathon you should be able to have a conversation. No, in the training for some of the his training. training runs. So it's like uh, uh, run four yeah. miles. Now run four miles until you can have a conversation. During the whole yeah, right. So God. slow. I thought you meant like at the end of 13. Oh, no. One, no. They were like oh, 13 mi- 13th mile. We want you to be able to be like, yeah, so. so yeah. Be good. yeah. No, like, no, no, no. I don't see uh, it. I don't see that happening. <laughs> so that's new. Uh, yeah. So I've been, I'm kind of tired. Because uh, I ran today, that makes sense. I didn't run that far. Four miles? Four miles isn't bad. No, four miles isn't bad. That's over a what? That's over a five k, right? Yeah, it is. Popping out of five k yeah. a day, not a big deal. Not a big no. deal. Well, you only run three times a week, and maybe four once you want to get the speed training in. So Got my it. my thing, I think that I'm gonna have the advantage with is. I think I have I'm a little bulkier muscle, so I think the speed training it might get me to a point where I can be there. Just like at the end of them, we'll see. We'll see. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Oh, I just going by a method. Now I'm kind of interested in tailgating. I, I, I'm down to tailgate it. I, I, let's tailgate it. Tailgate let's it. Say, <laughs> like yeah, you're gonna be out there with burgers yeah, and shit. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll bring out. <laughs> I'll bring out Betty. I'll bring out Betty. I just actually saw this advertisement for this like what I think is a super not safe but kind of clever grill. For tailgating, and so I don't know. Maybe we do. Maybe we do that. Maybe we'll be tailgate fun. a little bit and just figure it out. Um, all right, very cool. That's awesome. Congratulations on signing up, and let's see how this training. Let's goes. See how it goes. How's the pretzel, Nick? How's the how's the dog, dude? Pretzel's good. Yeah, we actually had our. Uh, I mean, listeners don't know, but what was it? Two weeks ago now, um, coming back from Maine, me and uh, my wife Laura, we stopped at. Richard's house in Portsmouth yeah. and Carrie brought Carrie and Todd brought their dog over. Um, then we obviously have our two dogs. And so dogs were all just bombing around in the back pretzel, Obi and cash. were all just like fast friends for sure. And, uh, yeah, no, she's doing good. Kiefer got in there a little bit too, man. Kiefer got yeah, in dude. There. Kiefer, he, yeah. You know, he picks his spots. Other yeah, times dude. he's chilling with us behind the chair in the shade. He definitely was like, he definitely like, I will say, I just got like the first flashes of like old man Tucker with Keith, you know what I mean? Where he's like, oh. he's like, run, he's like running around and he's like a little, he's a couple steps. So I said, yeah, I'm, I'm going to catch you guys at the next stop. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I got to, well, I, I think my phone's ringing over here. <laughs> All jokes aside, the dude, he knows how to play like a vet. He plays the angles. He's he like, does. I'm just going to run in a circle. I'm going to stop and go 90 degrees right now. Yeah, like, he I'm does. just going to cut you off at the pass. A- angle of pursuit. That's what Coach would tell you. Angle <laughs> yeah. of pursuit. Angle of pursuit. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that was fun. Seeing all the young bucks play around and Kiefer get in there. It's hot. Hot day for sure. Hot day. Hot day. Hot day. There's a I really – You were pretty wasted. I was I was super uh, – pretty wasted. I was super wasted. I had, to, I had mimosas before that. I didn't want to. But I had to. <laughs> I didn't want it. I was there. I was like, I don't know if I should do mimosas. And then Carrie Kennedy was there giving me shit. She wasn't really giving me shit, but she ordered mimosas. And I'm like, All right, I'm not going to not order mimosas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and so got some mimosas, got pretty wasted for sure, for sure. It was an interesting dynamic uh, because Cash is definitely like the goody two shoes of the group. Cash, my dog, for those who don't know. Um, Call it Cash, aka Tripaw, aka. Is he a goody two shoes? 
Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. He's, yeah, he's a little bit of a goody two shoes. Uh, Obi's kind of young, wild, and free, down for everything. And like Pretzel's definitely like, dude, definitely that kid. Streets. Yeah, she's definitely that kid on the playground, like peer pressuring you to do drugs and stay out late. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And man. so it was. A, it was an interesting dynamic for sure. Um, but yeah, very fun day with the dogs. Absolutely. Um, before we jump into the topics, anything else? Any other any free time? Just throw it out there. Anything else? Kind of late to the party, but officially finished uh, Ozark. Yeah, great. We were just yeah, like honestly. Oh wait, didn't it just didn't they just come out with new episodes though? Yeah, like a month ago. Oh season no, four. they have. They, yeah, but they have season four, part two's coming out. Oh, it, Rich, it came out. Okay, so it already came out. Yes. It's like okay, fourteen so, episodes, season two or something, right? Yeah. Or okay, season so four, I haven't seen. Players. I haven't seen oh, the. Uh, oh, you haven't. I haven't seen, dude. I haven't seen the follow. Oh, I haven't seen the follow. I was about to just. <laughs> well, you can't give spoilers, dude. We yeah. have listeners, man. Come on, you can't. Yeah, be I like, know, guy, well, it's I been out. I was late to the party. It's been out for like. I thought no, it was late too. Late to the party's like six months, something like that. Late to the party. There's so much content. I mean, if, out there, if you watch like, Ozark, like I don't know. I mean, I watch Ozark, but I'm not like, ah, gotta be really? the first person. I feel like I, if I finished it before you. Yeah, it is like, it's a I got a like, lot of other I shows. Watch. I got a lot of other shows going on right now. Dude. Did you, it's, just without spoiling anything, Ryan, you like, did you like the ending? <sighs> no. Really? Wow. No. I loved the ending. I hated some of the stuff it, that happened, but like you got some like closure and just like uh, the exact last scene that they ended with. No, I didn't I like that. that. Oh, what? I, I was hoping it would be some. I no, I don't want to. Okay, I was no hoping it'd be no somebody spoilers. else. No I didn't want it to end like that. No spoilers. No spoilers. That's fair. I just thought it was like a because I was kind of like. I mean, it was like, dramatic. It was dramatic and entertaining, but it's not what I wanted. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Rich is gonna go watch Ozark now. For I, I might. Me and Carol were just thinking. We're just looking for a show. We we. What were we finishing when that came out? We were finishing something. Fuck. What did we just fucking start watching? At that time, ah, there was a really good show that we just started. We just had, was watching at that time, and 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 I don't know. It took over. But anyways, I'll have to get on it. I'll have to get on Ozark. So I'm happy to see that it it, it ended in somewhat controversy. That's that's good stuff. That's great. Watching the boys right now. Oh Fish, yeah, finished Kenobi. Good stuff. Oh, Kenobi's. There's a lot of fire stuff. Is the boys good? I just feel like it got pretty corny. I mean, it was always corny, but like, I don't know. Have you seen? Got... You've seen season one? Yeah, one and two. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I don't know if you think that season one and two were corny. I don't, I don't know. know. Gonna, like... I don't know that you're gonna think season three is better. I guess okay. Is my point. I don't know that I agree, but I, I but if that's how you feel, I don't. I, so, it hasn't changed. It hasn't changed okay. his tone or, or, or yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, it's pretty the same. So, um, all right, let's get the elephant out in the room. Fucking Celtics, dude. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. <laughs> this is no. I was, I, so. I work on a team of people who are spread out across the the United States, right? And so. Like we, we saw the, I'm, I'm in like all of these, I'm in all of these like meetings and stuff like that. And we actually went to the office and, and whatnot. And so I'm in all these meetings. And so people are like, 
watching the rise of the Celtics and like they know I'm a big Celtics guy. So like, hey, you know them Celtics. Like, what do you think? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, this, that, and the other thing right now. And then they're like, okay, Celtics and stuff. And then so happens if if you've been living under a rock, the Celtics went to the, the finals. They lost to the Warriors in six games. And at the end, of the, everybody's like, well, you know what? Like, really good no. run. Oh, really good run. God. And I'm just trying to explain to a lot of them that I'm like, this is the problem with being a fan in Boston. And this isn't even me. Like, it's not even a humble brag. It's going to come off like a humble no, brag. It's a New England. Mentality. It, it's, it's a, no, I don't think that way. But I'm just thinking, like, first thing with the Celtics is there's 18. You go into TD Garden. There's 17 banners up there already. 17. Right, that's like more than any team has, except for the Yankees, right? And I think we still got the Lakers, right? Or we're tied with the Lakers, right? No, you got the Lakers. Pretty we sure. got the Lakers, so it's really Yankees with what twenty? What's it? Twenty something, Garby, right? Uh, shoot. I feel like they have just 20. shy of thirty. I feel like yeah, I think it's twenty eight. So you have the Yankees who have that, and then you really have the Celtics at like eighteen, and so. It's just a, you know what I mean. To anything, it's not like you're gonna hang up Eastern Conference Finals up there, right? Like it just doesn't make any sense. You obviously have the Pats that went on an insane run over the last 25 years, and then you have the Red Sox that over the last 25 years have won what's it three, four, three? Actually, I think they've won the most since 2000. I think since like 2000. Probably the Sox. The Sox, yeah, won four. Yeah, I think the Giants won. Three. Wait, since 2000, the Patriots have won more than that. No, 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 no. I'm saying in baseball. Sorry, just in baseball specific. They've won the. So most they won four. That, their stretch of. Right, and so it's like again, super blessed to be out here, but it's not like championship fever. Like you've you've you felt championship fever like almost more years than you have in here at this point, and so okay. it's just yes. like so. Two so like that's that's the mindset, and so I'm trying to explain that to my coworkers, where I'm just trying to say like. Yeah, they're like, you get so upset, you get so depressed. And I'm like, yes, because like you 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 see this feeling and you feel this feeling, right? I'm not even a Pats fan, but even as the Red Sox, like you feel this feeling you're in the area and you're like, oh man, let's fucking go. And then it doesn't happen and it's fucking crushing. It's fucking crushing, dude. So just to kind of counter that point, just like that specific point, I feel like it is different depending on like your expectations for the team if we were like a six or a seven seed and we kind of came out of nowhere and you know went on this run and then you kind of get like overmatched in the finals like not that that was the same thing but like remember a couple years ago in the bubble when the heat lost to the lakers and you were like well the heat are like definitely gonna lose to the lakers like it's kind of like a foregone conclusion and it was like a gentleman's sweep this is one where i'm like the celtics had a legitimate shot to win and yeah but nick okay nick first in the eastern conference finals 53 wins heat second eastern conference finals 51 wins celtics third eastern conference eastern sorry i keep saying finals eastern conference bucks 51 wins fourth eastern conference 76ers 51 wins fifth eastern conference what is what is what is your point about this my point my point is they that was such a competitive conference this year. Like they were number two with a one game loss, they would have been bumped down to fourth. If they had lost one or two other games, they'd have been bumped but, down even yeah. further. I will like since January, since the turn of the year, they were the best offensive and defensive team. Yeah, in the NBA. but it's a whole year. Like, but it's a whole year. I know, no, I know. And like, I'm just saying, like, 
given that stretch and how they looked up to that point in the finals, and even given where they were in the finals, they were up two games to one with a lead with seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter. They closed that game out. They're up three to one. It's like, yeah. They, oh, they had it. They had it. They got beat out. I, like, I think they got beat out by a better team. I think they got I beat out by a better people, team. I don't know, man. I just think that the people that have that mentality, you have to be like, like I change my expectations. My expectations for the Celtics were different at the beginning of the year than they were at the middle of the year than they were at that point. Like at that point, I'm like, you, you beat the, you sweep the Nets. You beat the defending world champion, the Bucks. You beat the Heat. And it's like not a. I mean, Golden State, very good team. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to like crap. But on it's, dude, super experienced team, and over over seven games, that plays a factor. Big yes, time. yeah. I would also say that the Celtics were <coughs> honestly. I think they were the more talented team. Yes, but also but they had two seven game series in a yeah. row. Yeah, I think that killed them. Yeah, I did. I, I think I killed them. I think that they were tired. Yeah, I think that they're. I'm not making excuses oh, for them. Prior to that, and they lost. I'm, six, I'm not making excuses yeah. for them, but I am laying out the facts in the sense that, like, I think when I look at it logically, it's not like it doesn't make sense. Like, you have a team that's been there, what five? Uh, or sorry, was it six? Six times total that they've been there. They lost two and they've won four now, right? And, we, and they and they have their three core players there. Right, and then you have the Celtics have back to back seven seven game series, and going in there, nobody on the team, no one on the team had been to a finals, not one. Right, most of them had only been to the Eastern Conference Finals once. Right, and that that makes a difference when you look at who they went up against. They were going up against a lot of other like inexperienced teams outside of the Bucks, right? Who didn't have their number two guy to be up front. Right. And so, yeah. like, oh, yeah. I think at the end of the day, they got to the finals on tenacity and because they're an extremely yeah. talented team. But I do think that they were playing up a little bit. And I, I think a lot of that comes with experience. I think a lot of that comes with, like, them getting into their groove with their new coach and, and whatnot. And so my expectations were really high, too. I think since then, I've, I've very much – come around to being a lot more positive on this team than I was negative coming out of it. I was a lot more negative. So here's my question. Do we think that one of two things are going to happen here? They are either going to sink like a rock and they're blowing this mother up in the next year or two, or they will take this and they will skyrocket uh, because they're they not will- blowing it up. They got, First year head coach get to the finals. There's no way they're blowing it well, up. Well, well, they're not going to do it this year. My whole point is they're the way they're going to respond one of two ways this year. They are either going to be honestly, I think back in the finals, or oh, oh I thought you or, meant okay. or they will be a low seed or miss the playoffs. Right, I honestly feel that way because I feel like you either have that championship hangover or you come back and say, oh, we were right there. We were right there. And at the beginning of the season, we had no business being there. And now that we know what we're dealing with, and now that we've made this run once, we do a couple things differently and we'll come back even stronger. And I'm obviously hoping for number two, but do you think it's one or two? Do you think they're going to sink or swim? I don't want to ride the fence, but like I would say probably 60. Like I think even given – you just gave the stats for the Eastern Conference. I think – 
next year you're going to have a Nets team that's probably not going to be as down as they were this past year. Oh, Kyrie's I think the Nets are only going to get worse. Uh, I don't know, man. Kyrie's going to play. I think the Nets are only going to get worse. I'm just saying. Do you think Kyrie's going to play still, even though he signed that? He doesn't have to play for them necessarily just because he signed that. Okay, we'll see. I'm just saying. I, so, I, I, don't I think they're only going to get worse. Okay, uh, I mean, I just. I think that they're soft, man. That was the one thing that I was, I was like, I'm like, you should beat the Nets. Like I, that's how I feel. I'm like, I'm glad that they stomped them out in four games. I'm oh, like, you no, should beat the Nets. Don't get me wrong, but better. you just can't. You can't all of a sudden like two years ago, the Nets were Katie's foot with half an inch away from going to the finals. Like they just, I, I yeah. just don't think you can like automatically be like, oh, they're gonna, they're just gonna suck next year. They're gonna like. I I think would, that they've trended okay, down like, though. Would for you two be years surprised now? if they were like? the number two or three seed in the East. I will I be, I will, I will honestly be very surprised if they are oh, wow, a two okay. or three seed. I, I honestly will be. I mean, if I Kyrie and Durant are playing, I just feel like you can't count that team out. Bucks, Chris Middleton probably gets healthy. You're looking at like another run with them. I just don't necessarily. I, Bucks scary. I would be, Bucks, Bucks scary. I would be time. more surprised if the Celtics played like they did to end this year. And they're like the number one, maybe number two seed. I would much more expect them to be like a four or five seed next year. Hmm. I I, th- I think I I think they're gonna be I think they're gonna be the one or two seed next year. I honestly do. I yeah, so. and I can see that, but I think t- it's the reason they lost it's their star players didn't step up. That's it. Uh, yeah. and I mean, Brown that's... stepped up. Brown stepped Brown up. played great. Well, you know what? Hold and on, hold on. Let me did. let me take that back. Free throws, Brown, atrocious. Turnovers, Turnovers. Brown, atrocious. But I will say, I do think he was trying to fill a scoring gap that Tatum was not filling. He looked engaged, and Tatum did not really look. Yeah, and he looked like he could – he looked like if – I hate to say it, but at the end of the finals, I was like, if I'm going to – if I need to put my money on somebody pulling out a 25-plus point game, you got to put it on Brown at this point. Like, you know what I mean? You have to. And so I – at the end of the day, I just think – offensively he came through. I think he was somebody who wasn't afraid to like be the one who needed to score. I wanted more from that for Tatum. I will say I was very happy to see the games where Tatum was not make, not making it happen on scoring. He was coming through in other areas outside of, I think game six of the finals. And so I was happy to see that, but you need a little bit more from Tatum. I I don't think he was checked out. I don't think he did a bad job, but I just think if you're going to be that player, Right. If we don't need if a Kyrie in the finals, if, if we don't need Kyrie, if we don't need Kevin Durant, if we don't need, you know, to bring Dame in here, we don't need a, a, a crazy superstar, a top 10 player to come here to win. Then that's got to be you has to be you. And, and, and game six was the most disappointing game, I think, for him, which is just like it really felt like he just couldn't hit baskets, man. And it really felt like had he we would have won that game and we're going to a seven. And I just think like that team on the road in the playoffs was amazing. And when their backs up against the wall, and that's in when they played ga- the best. They played the in those game sevens, yeah, in those game sevens. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, their back was definitely against the wall in game six. But like that, the one thing that gives me a lot of pause and a lot of like ah, I am a little nervous is to lose at home so much. They that's lost at like, home dude, so much. I, know. I hated the, that. The I hated that. Went, they were up by 12 points in the first, like, five minutes. And you're yeah. like, okay, like, you, you 
put like another couple, you know what I mean? Couple more points on the board mm. here. And you already have the Warriors starting to think about game seven being like, we got game seven in our back pocket at home. So, like we're not going to run Steph Curry for 40 minutes this game and run him ragged. Like if you go up, like, you know, you start going up. Okay. That's an interesting point. Okay. Cause then you're like, they're like, Hey, we got game seven at home. We know we have that. We're not right. I, I think you make a good point there. I will say I, I, if you are not above 15 points, you are one way, one run away from losing the game. Like I, it's yeah. that's the one thing that these playoffs taught me, where it's like people are like they're up ten points, they're up twelve points. I'm like that doesn't that's mean nothing. anything. That means nothing. If it's honestly, I would almost go as far as to say if it's a twenty, if it's not a twenty point lead, like it's anybody's game at this point. And and that's kind of my 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 point with them when you're looking at the regular season too. The NBA is just kind of a a. a a sport of of runs. It, it that's just how it is. People catch momentum. They figure some shit out. They're clicking. They're vibing. It just it just is what it is. Um, and you just saw that so much in the playoffs. This especially with the Celtics, right? Where it was like feast or famine. They do need to figure out a way to bring their floor up, and that has consistently been a problem with the Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart era of the Celtics. Is like. They can play with the best of them. Only team that has a winning a winning record against the Warriors prior to this series. They can play with the best of them, but they can play down with the worst of them. And so this team really needs to figure out how to get their margin of error a lot shorter. Because yeah. like the games that they didn't show up, it was like, who is on the court? And then the games that they you were worried that they would come through and muscle them out. Um I, the one, the other thing that made me really disappointed is like the amount of like props the Warriors were getting for defense in that series. I was like, "Jeez, dude!" Like, oh yeah. It, well, so like, that's what, like, to what you just said. I think specifically they need to bring their offensive floor up because their their defense correct, is so correct. good. When Robert Williams is like, right. laying on the court, they can like they can be ice cold offensively, but their defense will keep right. them in the game where it's like you're not even asking them to be on fire. Because when they're on fire, they, like, blow some teams out. Like, right. even they had a couple of blowouts in the mm-hmm. finals. But when they're, like, not hitting shots, it's, like, it is – it's just painful. Like, if, if Tatum is – No, you're right about that. Brown is no the other thing, like, I feel like nobody talked about was why didn't you give it to Robert Williams when Tatum was struggling? A I little bit Williams. more. I know he was in – yeah, yeah. In the post, dude. He was yeah. – I don't know. Give it, well, Robert, make a Robert play Williams, for him. They didn't, they didn't run a play for him. Like the whole dude, series. Robert, Robert Williams offensive game. Isn't really like, he's not really like a guy you give it to his, his points mainly come from, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like getting off a rebound. Yeah. Well, yeah, but he's not yeah. a guy you like give it to in the post. And you're like, yo, but I, I will say he, he is yeah, a guy they, to Garby's point. He is a guy that you can set a play up for. Yes, absolutely. Like, and that, and I, like, I agree. There was a little bit of like, I feel like we we came very far off of the Brad like kind of type of play where it was like too collegey, too systematic, to try to run this, to try to share the ball. And they moved a lot more to this this space where it was like they still want to move the ball around, they still want to run an offense. But like people can get out there and try to like, you know, Derek White, get out there, do your thing. Tatum, get out there, do your thing. Like Brown, Smart, Williams, get out there, do your thing. I would have liked to see more. Okay, shit. We just like Warriors just won an eight no run timeout. Like, you know what I mean? 
let's run this play for Rob Williams. Let's run this play for whoever, right? And like, let's get a little more systematic. And maybe that was going on. And I'm just like not as tuned into to basketball as is a pro, obviously. But it just felt like they didn't really have a lot of that. And they, the games, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, get him involved a little yeah, bit in the offense, I, and then that opens things up on the outside, right? Like you have to guard him. Um, I, think, I think he he yeah. shot like 80, percent and yeah. I know that they're all because they're like off of rebounds and stuff. But like, and alley oops, and it's like, yeah, I know, I know. Though I think that where they were like, okay, Robert Williams is clearly banged up. It's like if you had like Kevin Durant who had a hurt knee, you'd be like, okay, like kind of take a backseat on the defense because we need your offense. I think that they were probably like, all right, we think we have the makings of like guys that we can go to offensively. I want you to use like 85% of your effort of your energy. energy tonight on defense. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. Like, Which he that is did. where he is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. hundred percent. Um, Last topic on the Celtics. Um, is there anything you want to see this offseason heading into early season next year? I kind of want to see them make a change. I'm not going to lie. I think that they need to bring in kind of what I was saying earlier. They need to bring in someone to up their scoring. And this could be like a complete pipe dream. But I'm wonder. I am. I mean, from the episodes we've done, I've never been like a massive Marcus Smart guy. Like, love him when he's playing good, but I also fear like part of their detriment in the end was his ego kind of coming into play more. And you'd see these games where he's taken like 15, 16, 17 shots, and you're like, Fair. that is not the Marcus that we needed and that helped us go on this run. He was more of a facilitator. I, I will say, I you've like had some steamy takes this year. Ime, I think at one point in time you were you were done with him. Brad, you wanted to send out. Well, Brad, like Tate, I, I think I don't think you ever said Tatum or Brown were bad, but I think you were talking about blowing the team up. And a lot of those things went south. I will say this. I do feel like your Marcus take was like up, 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 downfall for Nick. But then when you playoffs, I kind of feel like your point kind of kicked back up a little bit. Marcus was not bad in the playoffs by any means. But I this do. Great. I am still. We talked about this the other day. I do. I am still now kind of in this space where I'm like, I I don't know if he has the right attitude for this team though. Yeah, and I don't I also know if he has the right like, attitude for this team. He's starting to feel yeah, a little like Rondo, to be honest. To me, not hmm. not trying to get rid of him, but I think that like his value is never going to be higher than it is right I now. I agree. For one I agree. thing, I he just won Depoy like. He had a good season, averaged like six assists. And again, my Marcus take was always on like the way he played, not like him fundamentally as a player, because he's a very good player and he's like great on defense. But like when he's out there, you're like, dude, you can't be taking 15 shots a night. That's not your game. And that's not what this team needs. And yeah, yeah. I mean, your takes have been, I mean, very about as negative on Marcus Smart as you can legitimately be. Well, because I think for honestly the majority of his career, he has played like that player I just mentioned. But in the second yeah. half of this season, yeah. he played like what I want Marcus to play like. Like he mm-hmm. was much more of like a passer. He was running the point. Yeah, he was playing great on defense. I thought that his shot selection was really good, and like I, I was looking. I in my mind, he was having a great like scoring playoff. He, he almost he, like I feel broke, like he had to score. 
he almost broke down in ways that you wouldn't have expected. Like, what was that one game where he just made like two or three mistakes and like he didn't lose us the game because there was, was a lot of factors. At the end, yeah. where he tried to he, force it was it. six. Was it six? Was it game over. six? He didn't lose us the game, but he did like he we could have won it. We could have yeah. won it, but those mistakes were pretty big. Um, it, I'm with you. I think he's a great player. I think his value is not going to be any higher. And I think that it's it's not it's not necessarily that he's holding you back. I just think that like what you got out of Marcus Smart is the absolute most he can contribute to this team while you have Tatum and Brown in their spots. And I'm trying to keep Tatum and Brown and allow them to grow a lot more than I, over keeping Marcus Smart and trying to have him do the damn thing. And so yeah. and I just that's just kind of how things are. Their defensive philosophy, personally, I think Robert Williams is a more of an integral part or like the centerpiece kind of of that now. And so I think for the people that are like, oh, you trade Marcus Smart, like your defense is going to crumble. Like I think Derek White gives you like 80% of the defense that Marcus Smart does. And I think that Rob Williams is more important. Yeah, and he gives you probably about 150% of the offense, to be honest. Yeah. And so I just think that like – Well, okay. But so like what do you you want to see? So I – again, this could be a complete pipe dream. But I'm wondering if there can be some, like, you know how in the NBA when a player kind of is like, I want to go here, any other trade that I'm going to, like, veto, I'm going to kind of force my way here. And, like, you guys kind of just got to eat it. I'm wondering if there is some way they can package, like, pretty much anyone besides Tatum Brown or Robert Williams and go get Bradley Beal. Yeah, I'm I'm very I talked to you about this recently. I, I'm very high on Bradley Beal right now, and I've been very low on Bradley Beal in the past. I'm like, we do not need a guard, but I I'm like, man, we really do kind of need We need like another offensive guy who like I think he does this for us. I think he provides maturity at the point guard position. Um I think he's somebody that can score forty points in a night. And I think we could have really used that. And I think the way our offense works and the type of player that Jason Tatum is, which is the one, one thing we saw Jason Tatum in the, in the playoffs that I feel like you got to be really excited about is when he wasn't hitting scoring, he was making other plays happen. Yeah, pass, sure. passing was great. Right. And that's what's got me feeling a lot better about Bradley Beal, whereas previously I'm like, Jason Tatum's really going to be a solid defender. He's going to get some assists here and there, but he, he's not somebody who's going to transition the value of his game from points to assists and rebounds and, and, and make it into defense. He did that this time. There were several games where he wasn't showing up offensively for like three quarters, but he had double digits assists. He was getting rebounds and he was making defensive plays. And so if he could be that person on some nights and, and, and you have a Bradley Beal that can come in and score points. And then you have Jalen Brown over here doing the damn thing as like our consistent number two, depending on who wants to play one that day. I just think that that could really, really work. I like the synergy between him and him and, um, Tatum and I think that Tatum and Brown have a really good synergy and so I think that I could see a trifecta going on there and that also just like that does feel like a big three to me that feels like a three person squad that that you are not right like Clay Thompson did not really show up the way that you thought Clay Thompson should Um, uh, Draymond Green did not show up the way that you thought Draymond Green should like Steph Curry carried this finals in a lot of ways but at the end of the day those are two players you have to respect because they just like their history, who they are. They've been here before. 
that's a that's a three that you're like, okay, well we're we're facing not the Golden State Warriors, the Golden State Warriors. The Splash Brothers in Green are coming to our town, so we gotta gear up. And I feel like Beal, Brown, and Tatum could have that. I really do. And I think it could be really, really, really good. So I'm kind of high on that. I think Bradley Beal would want to play with Jason Tatum. He's in what DC now, so it's an easy like living situation shift over to Boston. Um I'm I'm high on that for and sure. They're, they're boys from St. Louis. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. They know each other, and they and and I think I think Tatum looks up to be in a lot of and and I think that's something that we could really use somebody yeah. for Tatum to truly look up to, right right now. Which I think Bradley Beal can play that, and I think Bradley Beal can almost come in and be like Paul Pierce almost a little bit, right? Where he doesn't necessarily need to be the best player on the team but he can be any given night and he can kind of be that leader, that mature leader that's kind of coming in here and saying, let me tell you, like we're winning this game, right? Because we're going to do X, Y, and Z. Let's get out there and do it. Right. Um, And so Hmm. I would love to see Bradley Beal. Garb, anything you want to see? No, that'd be sick. I don't know if it'll happen, but I, I also think that smart does a lot that he's like the glue. He's the leader right now. So I just feel like, Without you're not him. wrong. But you're not wrong, but I just think his overall player. attitude is not the right play for that. And I agree with you. That's a lot of the value that he provides right now. But I don't know that he's the type of leader we need right now. And it's just like for an NBA know. team, the NBA as a sport is so dependent. It's such an individualized sport with there only being five players on the court for a right. team at any given time. And, 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 and so I just like your, your leader cannot be any worse than like your second best player. Like, your leader has to be one of the most talented players on the court. And, I mean, I would even argue that Marcus Smart was, like, the fourth best player for the Celtics. And it's just, like, you can't have Mm -hmm. a guy who's that rung on the totem pole be, like, it it just, like, doesn't. Unless he knows the role, unless he knows the role he needs to play, right? Which is he he's not. I don't always think he does. He's not. He's not. And that's the part that I've come around on a lot is I'm, like, Marcus Smart is not trying to play the role that we need Marcus Smart to play. Yeah. Like Marcus um, Smart, closer to Derek White than Steph Curry. But in his mind, he thinks he's like way closer to Steph Curry. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I would agree with that. And, and that's just not the case. And so, again, fantastic player, huge value. That's a part of the situation right yeah. now is I yeah. think you would get a lot for him. Yeah. Sign for the next three years. A team friendly deal at the end of the day, especially with him winning winning player of the he's really only got better the contracts he's signed, to be honest. And so um I'm excited. I'd like to also I would love to see like I know we have Williams, but I would love to see uh a super impactful big man, like again, pipe dream, but if we could get cat, I mm. yeah, that would Cat, be you're great. trading Jalen. Yeah. Poor Zingus. If we can get a Porzingis. Oh, I well, I don't know. I don't know. Dude. Yeah, but he's, he's like your watch. but he's like your fifth guy. You got you got Williams. I don't think you we got need to get like a fifth or a sixth. I do. I think guy. we need a deeper bench. The bench is yeah, the Celtics are the like bench was tired a little bit. But like this like mm-hmm. dude, when you're these like I mean the NBA is about your top level talent. Don't get me wrong, you need depth. But you're not going like 10, 11, 12 deep. No, you need playoffs. like eight. You need like eight or nine. Yeah, the Celtics. Like nine them. would be ideal. I mean, I, I don't know. think nine, you're kind of like, like if you have eight guys that you can trust, that, right. that's what you're. So, like, with. you trusted, we trusted Grant Williams. I, uh, 
I mean, he might be. I, I, don't, know. I don't know. I he had a good game. Derek White, Grant Williams, and Peyton Pritchard. Yeah. I like. I, it. I mean, Derek White, I'm sold on. Grant, I like a lot. I will say though, I. I think he had a really good playoffs, but I'm a little worried that we saw the best Grant Williams, which is a great yeah. player, but like he's very low off. He, ha- he has a three. offense. You he has offense. a three, right? Like he has a three, but yeah. that's about his offensive game. He missed some oh, yeah. big, you know, put ups. Well, again, um, like, so like none of their, none of their bench guys are necessarily guys that I would characterize as like offensive spark well he's great defensively but he also like got into foul trouble a lot too like there's a lot of reasons why he wasn't out there at times right and like we're like they need more offense and like their bench guys come in and they provide them more defense where it's like their defense is kind of set like they they need a guy who can provide a spark yeah he does have a way with Giannis, and there is something to be said about that Mm -hmm. right like but I don't know if I can. I don't know if he's like. I don't know if that you can pay that much money for the, somebody who's just got away with Giannis. Like I'd almost rather us like figure out how to outscore the Bucks. Like you know what I mean. At the end of the day, and so um, okay, cool, great. Um, really quick because that ran a little bit longer. Fourth um, of July coming up, boys. Let's do go to Fourth of July food. <laughs> just Not like all at once. just food in general. So this is yeah, a weird. I feel weird like that's one. a pretty good, like constructed question. Okay, you eat a lot well, of food. I don't said sides. Oh, you want to? Well, okay. Well, I, I feel like sides are food too, Nick. Sides are food too. I know, but if we're choosing like main meal, I feel like it's like I don't know. You know what, Nick? Give me a side and give me a main meal. So you know if, I, I mean? if I'm getting my Fourth of July plate together, I am getting a cheeseburger and a hot dog. I'm honestly like either some form of potato salad and pasta salad and an ear of corn. Interesting. I like the I like the simplicity. Uh, very accessible menu. I like that. <laughs> and not, not, not a lot of not a lot of beef. Maybe a slice yeah. of a watermelon. Just throwing it out there. Oh yeah, watermelon. I think is prime. Hmm. Garb, what what are you what are you chefing up or what do you hope? Here's to my up? my aunt has this tradition where she'll make a lasagna, but she'll make it for midnight of Fourth of July. There'll be a what? midnight lasagna. So like we'll be it'll be like a night lasagna. So she'll have it made and she makes it from you know she makes it from scratch. Yeah, she like that yeah. time we did in Portsmouth. Yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> so. That was the pasta. That's a cool tradition. But during the day, I'm gonna. I mean, I don't really do anything besides the cheeseburger and the hot dog, like Nick said. Yeah. I mean, I hate to. I don't know. I don't really got anything else. Cheeseburger, hot dog. I'm good with that. I don't even need a side. Give me two cheeseburgers, two hot dogs. I don't need. (laughs) I'll put some hot dogs. Like Hebrew Uh, National. All right, cool. My mom Uh, asked me to pick up uh, three things of Hebrew National from BJ, (laughs) so they will be there. So, lasagna comes out at midnight, and everybody just goes to town, right? Like that's the idea. Yeah. Drunk food. I kind of like that. I kind of maybe I'll have like something in the back pocket. Um, I love a good turkey burger. You guys know I don't eat beef, so I love a good turkey burger. Um, I love to barbecue on for Fourth of July. So like pulled pork, ribs, uh, chicken, any of that stuff is 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 fire for sure. Sides. Um, 
I do love a good pasta salad. Love yeah, me a good pasta, pasta salad. Is love great. me a good pasta salad. Um, I, I'm with you on the on the um, the watermelon slice. I'm not a potato salad guy. I, I do like a corn on the cob, and I and I will say Fourth of July does feel like the right time. Yeah, it's like I don't I don't love corn on the cob. But I'm not trying to have it a lot, but if I'm gonna have it, I, I would say Fourth of July is probably one of those times. Yeah. Um, Lasagna. I've never really thought about that. That's a good idea. Um, <laughs> There's a midnight lasagna. A lasagna, midnight lasagna is with the Fourth of July about as much as chili is with winter. Am I right? They don't <laughs> yeah, really right. At all. I will acknowledge lasagna does not go with Fourth of July. It's just a. Um, but chili definitely goes with winter, and the fans agree. Maybe some beer can chicken. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good holiday. Ah, uh, dude. What? What are you boys drinking? That's why I refilled. My, I just refilled my beer because I was like, "Oh shit, Nick forgot, dude." Yeah, I forgot, dude. I feel like you. I feel like you took it over, like you know, no, what 10, 15 like, episodes no, 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 ago. No, I have to. I have. You're like, I'm. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I feel like you took it over, but I feel like you haven't like really, you know. You Did we ever tell the fans about who won the pumpkin head bet from six, seven months ago? I won it. I you sent did. a pic. I sent a picture. I want it. I want was it. it. Just in your? It was it? Oh no, you did send us a. No, no, nah, nah, I sent a different one. Well, I sent I a different like, one. You sent one that was just in your little. I did. Life. I did send. I like, did send one that was just in my That are still there. They're still there. No, they're gone now. <laughs> oh, they're gone. <laughs> yeah, they're gone now. Um, so that was bad, funny. That was great. Um, any other Fourth of July food? I, I love playing bags on Fourth of July too. Yeah, cornhole. Some yeah, I love air, a good yard uh, game on Fourth of July. Yeah. Um, get some water in of some sort. This is great. Man, mm-hmm. I mean, if you can, if not, pop it in the deal. pool. Yeah, maybe some ice uh, in your cocktail. Yeah, it is a big. I do love a good liquor drink on Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. I like beer. Love beer. Always could go down for a beer, but like, I yeah. love a good liquor drink for Fourth of July too, for sure. Um, okay, what are you drinking? I am drinking a Cisco Wandering Haze IPA. I've been okay. that, honestly since like April. I think I've drank like just eighty percent Cisco beers. I've Cisco been like Cisco guy. Wow. Where's that? What is Cisco? Uh, the main one's in Nantucket, but it's like a pretty sounds say, bougie Massachusetts brewery. Oh, it's like you know the whale's tail pale ale. You've Blue definitely man. seen Cisco beers for sure. Probably, yeah. You um, have for sure. Yeah, I've been a big variety pack guy. You get that their wheat mm. ale and a grapefruit IPA too. It's great. Nice. That's great. That's great. Um, God, what are you drinking? Anything? Yeah, I had a uh, a cocktail. Good for you. I what was a, it? It was a vodka soda with lemonade. Vodka soda. With what kind lemonade? of vodka? Um, well, it was going to be Tito's, but I ran out. I had a little bit, so I had to mix that with Sky. So, <laughs> Sky it was so Buck. good. It was so good. <laughs> okay, I fucking hate Sky Vodka because I, um, <laughs> Why? Yeah, you ever have that? You, so you know, okay, so the first time, the first time I ever, Mom, you might want to turn off the podcast at this point. The first time. Hey, thanks for coming, Elise. Hey, thanks, Mom. We'll give you a second to turn it off. All right, cool. Now my mom's gone. Uh, first time that I ever like blacked out, like like legitimately blacked out, was I 
I was, it was my going away party going to college and we had these friends and, you know, we could always like, you know, the parents would go away for the weekend so we could drink at their place and whatnot. And, uh, we got a bottle of sky vodka and I just went hard yeah. in the paint. Cause yeah. I had, I had drank in high school, but like, I don't know. I always kept it relatively, relatively. It wasn't like, it wasn't a lot. It's at the end of the day. Hard on a yeah. Like when looking back on it, like a lot of my drinking nights were like me having a couple of beers yeah. at, over the span of like six hours or something like that. Right. And so it's just like, it, it was what it was. And so I just went hard in the paint and just did not know what I was doing. I woke up with a smiley face on my, on my <laughs> arm, which if people don't know, it's like That's a bird. That hurts yeah, like a bitch. You know what? We could talk. If you don't know what it is, hit me up on the DM. I'll, I'll explain to you. And so like that, that wasn't like cool. <laughs> I remember my parents asking me the next day, like, hey, what happened to your arm? And I remember being like, yeah, I burned it on a pan. They're like, when? And I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah and honestly to this day like the the look and the smell of sky vodka yeah exactly or vodka doesn't smell but like the the look and just like like i feel like whenever it's close to me i can taste it and i i i hate sky vodka so i can't do sky vodka i literally don't think i've had it i have that with absolute oh no what is it bacardi citron okay bacardi citron uh, i can't do that can't do we're that. Big, we're big Bacardi people oh, back in the yeah, back in the heyday. Remember when they had like Bacardi yeah. Dragon, Bacardi Dragonfly? It was like all that like you know fruity fucking vodka. I was big Bacardi uh, Limon. Yeah, I hate that, dude. We that's did, that's we mine. Did Bacardi Limon? I know, ah. and the, so I stopped because there was, that's, there was that's one bad night. Vodka. That's his yeah. guy vodka. Okay, dude, cool. remember we used to rock Kettle One for a while? Yeah, Didn't for sure. No. Dude, Kettle One's I mean, not bad. Dude, Kettle One's not no, bad. Kettle One's classy. Kettle, Kettle One's on top top shelf. Kettle it's one's up not there. Bad. We used to rock Taka Vodka back in the day, dude. Like you Zanka. rock Taka Vodka. You, you rock Smirnoff. I Zanka. feel like yours is Smirnoff, Nick. I had a lot of Smirnoff. You yeah, were. I feel, like, I feel like that was a big sophomore year thing for you. You're like, dude, yeah. I'm like kind of, I'm like kind of over shitty liquor. Smirnoff, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> And like, I think we were all like, whoa, dude, heavy spender. And you're like, yeah, dude, I'd just rather enjoy, like, you know, a little smeared off than a lot of nice cocktail nowadays. (laughs) I'm getting drunk. Uh, Cool. I'm drinking a resonation uh, pale ale from Great Rhythm up the street from us here. Cool. So, yeah, it's a great, uh, great brewery. Great brewery. Um, Cool. You guys watching anything? I know we talked a little bit about TV. You guys watching anything else? Reading anything else? Stranger Things. Just finished Stranger Things. Fire. Have not started on the new season yet. Oh, dude, you're coming after me on Ozark. I feel like that's what you're behind on. Everybody's like, this well, is like Ozark the best. Came out before. Everybody's like, this is the best season of Stranger Things. I know, dude. I've been plugging away at The Sopranos. So that's oh, good. honestly, dude, Ooh. Stranger Things is good. It ain't no fucking seasons one through three of Sopranos. That's what I'm saying. Right we like so that was like our show, and that's what like yeah, that's got good. through three seasons, and we were like, okay, Damn. let's take a break and we'll watch Ozark. Yeah, um, it was a good yeah. place to take a break. Good place to take a break for yeah. sure. For good sure. Watched, Sopranos. Um, good what's the what? What's the review on Sopranos, dude? Oh, I mean, dude, that's like. It, those are my people tony soprano like it's a lot of people not the original suburban ray drives suburban 
Is, that was like one of like the first real anti-heroes, like popular yeah, anti-heroes. I mean, the, the Sopranos is honestly, it's like fucking fantastic. It is just yeah. such a good show. And it it's like, good. even though it's old, it still holds up like so well. Yeah, it does. It's fire. It's fire for sure. Um, what else are you watching? No, I was just saying uh, in honor of Ray Liotta dying, me and Laura watched Goodfellas again the other day. And honestly, I think Goodfellas good. might be my favorite movie of all time. See, I never liked it. Of all time? I think so. It's Yikes. a great movie, too. I've it never liked so it. Good. You don't like it, it is a great movie. It is a great movie. I think it's like, I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, Godfather 2. And it's like, what's the best mom movie? Godfather 2. And I'm like, eh, is Godfather 2 better than, I think than Goodfellas? I, I'm like, I think Goodfellas might be better. Um, just because I feel like it's a very, like, like God, what Godfather Two does is like does a really good job of like taking you through a complete story. But I'm like, I'm like, the Goodfellas kind of does that with the first swing, to be honest. Yeah, uh, and it's it's really good. And I know there are parts of Godfather that are based off of true things, but Goodfellas is like Goodfellas based off, is of, based true off of true things. No, it, it's I think more oh, so than Godfather. Yeah, I think Godfather was a lot of conversations in the background and like you know, matching this person's experience with this person's experience to kind of create this, yeah, this, yeah, this okay. world. Whereas like Goodfellas was like, nah, this dude was like really like Henry was a real guy. Um, so yeah, but really good. when's mob week, I haven't watched a good mob movie in a while. Mob. You mean on cable? Yeah. Like, isn't like that oh. a thing? I don't know. I haven't watched, I don't watch cable or whatever, except for sports. Wow. Twenty twenty-two. The only week I know of is Shark Week, which is yeah. Like, why? You know, yeah, no, they, they do. I think they do a Mob guy. Week. AMC Mob Week home. I know the thirty days a- on Halloween. AMC's Mob Week homepage is a Facebook. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> under construction. Yeah, last last entry twenty seventeen. Probably not the top spot to go to. Uh, anyways, there used to be a Mob Week. Um, What's Bob Week? <laughs> Bob Week? Like what? Like, Rich uh, holds a mob party every year for Bob. Every single year, I just binge watch Mob Week with a bunch of people. Um, boy, uh, Nick, where can they find us, man? Um, so you can find us on Instagram at any underscore social on Twitter at any social two, and my personal Instagram handle is at sun underscore of underscore ray twenty four. Garby. I am Ryan A. Garby on Instagram. Ryan A. G-A-R-B as in boy E. And the A stands for athlete because that's what he's going to have to be to beat Betsy in this half marathon. I'm Richard Kennedy. You can find me on Instagram at Kennedy1627. I'm Rich Kennedy. I already said that, but I got to do it one more time. I'm Rich Kennedy. I'm here with Nick Goslin, Ryan Garby. We're New England Social. Deuces. Later. Bye.